Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're in the 15th chapter of Luke. And we spent several episodes here, so you sort of know what's going on. There was a group of people that were listening to Jesus. The first verse tells us it was the tax collectors and the sinners. And they were coming nearer to Jesus to listen to him. Well, there was another group that got mad about that. Of course, it's the religionists, the religious rulers. <coughs> it says the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble about this. And they said, this man receives sinners and he eats with them. Jesus winds up giving three parables related to this situation right here in response to this to this situation verse 3 says so he told them this parable out of that response out of what they were saying he told them the parable and the first parable was the parable that we call the lost sheep you know the one uh, sheep out of 100 that was lost the master goes and finds it and jesus closes that uh, parable with this saying i tell you that in the same way there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And then Jesus continues right into another one. He says, or what woman, if she has 10 silver coin and loses one, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. And so it's the same thing. He closes this one. I tell you, when she finds it, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And again, think about this, how really exciting this would have been to those that were coming near to him to listen to him, the tax collectors, the sinners. They're wondering, is there really hope for me? Okay, it's What this guy's saying, is it really true? Or what these religionists over here, the Pharisees and scribes, as are, am I what they describe me as? Am I just a sinner? Are they demeaning him because he's eating with me and hanging out with me? Well, then Jesus continues on with another parable, and we read it in the uh, previous episode. Against in verse 11. And Jesus said, a man had two sons. <clears throat> so this is a, often called the parable of the prodigal son. Um, you could call it that. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want to, right? Uh, sometimes I think we emphasize a little too much a particular aspect of a parable. When we do that, we miss out on other parts of it. We don't pay attention to it. But that's fine. We can call it the prodigal son, whatever. So a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. So he divided his wealth between him. So notice what the, the younger son says, hey, I'm out of here. I want my part of the inheritance. And the father says, okay. And he divides the estate, the wealth with him. Now, it's, it's a parable. We're not told how he did this. We're not told if he had to sell half the farm, all this kind of stuff. No, we're not told anything like that. That's not the point. That's not the purpose. He, the father did it, and the son went away. Verse 13. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. So we find out what happened. He hung around a few days. He gets everything, and he goes off, and he squanders it. He just spends it any way he wants to on loose living, as it's described here. Okay? Verse 14. Now, when he'd spent everything... A severe famine occurred in that country, and he began to be impoverished. So he went out and hired himself to one of the citizens of that country, 
and he sent him into his fields to feed his swine. Oh, my. It's one of the worst things for a fine, upstanding Jewish boy to have to do, to go out and feed the pigs. Verse 16. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was giving him anything. And when it came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread? But I'm dying here with hunger. Notice what Jesus says that it required. Hey, he came to his senses. <laughs> in other words, it's like he had lost his senses in everything that he had done at this point in time. But he came to his senses and says, what am I doing? My father's hired hands, are, are they're not going hungry. <clears throat> I'm dying of hunger here. Verse 18, I will get up, go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. So notice, he comes to the sense. He decides he's going to do this. I'm going to return. And this is a rather regimented statement, a very practiced statement, even the way that Jesus presents it here in this parable. Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. You can tell it's something that was very hard uh, for this son to say. But he'd realize, wait a minute, I'm, this is crazy. What am I doing? I'm going to go back. I'm going to humble myself. And I'm just going to say this to him and, and let the chips fall wherever they may. Verse 20. So he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Is that not a great picture right here? He comes back to his father. But while he's still a long ways off, now we're not told logistically how this happened, what occurred, but we do know a couple of things from what we can, that we can glean from here. The father was looking for him. The father was watching. He was still a long way off, and the father saw him. You know, we have no concept of that kind of thing in, in our lives today and where we are. Uh, <coughs> how... A father like this with resources would have had uh, people who kept watch over things, you know, that would come report, hey, somebody's walking up the road right here. We're not sure who it is. They could have seen several, several miles off, okay? So they could have seen an hour or two out that somebody was coming. The father saw him, and what was the response of the father? He felt compassion for him, and he ran and embraced him and kissed him. So, you know, we call it the parable of the prodigal son. Well, yeah, maybe. Or the parable of the older brother. Oh, yeah, definitely. What about the parable of the father? What was the response of the father? He saw him because he was looking for him. He felt compassion for him. Had the father been abused by the younger son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he took, he took his livelihood, what he had gained his whole life away from him. He didn't care. He ran to the son. And he embraced him, and he kissed him. Now, what do you think these tax collectors and these sinners were thinking? Huh? Isn't that wild? Could it really be that there's a father who's looking for them? Could it, there really be one that would have compassion, that would run after him, that would embrace him, that would kiss him? Or are we to believe that we're just condemned forever? And that's what these religions over here tell us, that there's really no hope for us. I'll tell you what, I think this might be, let's just stop right here for today. I'm not going to be able to finish the rest of it anyway. And it's a good place to reflect and to meditate. If you are in a right relationship with the Lord, 
you've repented and confessed and called upon the name of the Lord and you're saved, then this is what the Father has done for you. If you have it, this is what the Father will do for you. And the way he does it is through the one who's given the account, through the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll see more about that when we get to it. But for today, just remember this, the Father's looking. And if you turn to him, if you return to him, he will do more than meet you halfway. Notice what happened. He had compassion and he ran toward him. He ran toward him, embraced him, and kissed him. The Lord will do the same for us. Again, I am Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.